everyone. This is Chico Hospital for Cats podcast once again, and it's been a while. As always, we are getting caught up in busy daily uh, work here and can't come back to you guys soon enough, although we want to. But this time, we're actually back with a very exciting guest. My guest's name is Christian Adams, and he's joining us all the way from Philippines today for this podcast. Hi, Christian. Hi, Samet. How are you? I'm doing pretty good these days, uh, as good as it can be with all this crazy stuff going on around us and, you know, globally. But other than that, daily life is pretty good. And uh, what are you up to in Philippines? Uh, well, it's very early in the morning here and we're starting to have like the monsoon season. So um, it's unusually raining at seven o'clock in the morning. It doesn't usually start raining until noon or so. But uh, yeah, yeah, rain is a big part of your life, right? Yeah, um, here in the Philippines, we have two conditions, and that's either dry or wet. Um, the, <laughs> the the year round temperature basically varies between eighty and ninety five degrees. The coldest it's ever been that I, the coldest temperature I've experienced here in thirteen years was approximately seventy two degrees Fahrenheit. And that <laughs> oh. was, and my wife and my son were like wearing sweaters and stuff. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Um, so one of the things that I learned about you even before we got connected was, and uh, this was pulled out from the website that we're going to talk about later too, uh, that you are a lifelong cat lover and you're a proud papa of three rescue cats. So tell us about you and cats. Um, how do they take part in your life and how is it sure. different to have cats over there? Well, boy, cat. I was born into a family. We had uh, my cat. We had cats. I grew up in the Midwest, in the suburbs of Chicago, before mm -hmm. uh, going to California for college and staying in California for a long time. But uh, yeah, my we had two family cats as I was growing up. Remarkably, both of them lived to be about twenty years old. So, oh wow! One of them passed before I went to college, but the other one lived beyond uh, college. So then I went to California and um, I didn't have a cat. Uh, I lived in an apartment. I don't know if you're familiar with San Francisco and the housing mm -hmm. situation. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, I was in a, a flat in the Richmond district of San Francisco. My roommate brought home a cat. Uh, he was dating a girl and she, I guess she just kind of conned him into taking <laughs> one of the cats. And he was a beautiful little black long hair, just jet black cat and with the green eyes. And my roommate didn't know anything about taking care of cats. Mm -hmm. And so it just sort of fell to me. And I, the the cat's name was Mao or Mao Mao, which we got from Cantonese word for cat, Chinese word for cat. Mm -hmm. And um, he, I eventually, he just stayed with me as I moved on through life. He stayed with me until roughly 2008 when I moved to Asia and he went to live with a friend of mine who had the space and just the ability to care for him. So came to Asia and I spent uh, maybe two or three years without cats. And then I came to the Philippines, got married. And almost immediately, my wife said, do you want a cat? Oh, <laughs> great. <laughs> oh, so here's here's the one thing that I, I, I should probably talk about is uh, the Philippines has I, I've been to a number of Asian countries, but they have more stray cats or just not feral, um, but they're strays. They're just, yeah, they just yeah. live out, they live outside and they're everywhere, literally everywhere. People, they like cats and 
you don't, we don't have like a, a terrible rodent or pest control population. The cats take care of that. And here in the apartment building where I live, it's a condo complex with several buildings and a pool and all this other stuff. So there's just cats everywhere roaming around. And the city has a program to spay and neuter the, the, the cats, but it's really hard for them to keep up with it. So the population is just always booming. So I got married, had a kid, and my wife said, well, let's pick up one of the cats from downstairs. Mm-hmm. So um, that started with my first girl. Her name is Trixie, and she's going on five years old, four or five years old, something. And then <laughs> roughly a year later, my son was downstairs riding his bike, and he just came back with this little kitten, crying <laughs> little kitten named Chloe. And so we took her in. And then um, a couple of years after that, uh, I have an office that's in the same building, but it's not in my in our condo. It's one floor above. So one night I was outside um, after work, finishing my coffee, having a smoke, and these cats came up the stairs and they were crying and they were so hungry. So I ran inside, got them some food. And uh, that's very normal. That's a very normal occurrence. I frequently go downstairs and feed all the parking lot cats because there's always a new batch of kittens. Always. Wow. And so uh, and I don't particularly get attached to them, but mm-hmm. I recognize a lot of them because they are relatives of the three cats that I already have. Oh, yeah. So it's just a continuing cycle of like brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews having cats. So I recognize them all. Anyway, uh, my the cat who is now Sparky, he came up that night for food and I fed him and his sister and then they they left. And then the next day, Sparky was at my door and he wouldn't leave. All right, buddy, you're coming in. And uh, we took him in, you know, got him, took him to the vet. And he's now a year old. He's a jumbo little fella. Uh, Just it's so much joy the cats bring in our life. And there's a little bit of aggravation, too, because they don't all get along. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I was just going to say, it's funny you're talking about all these cultural differences. You know, we're right now in California, too. But my story started from Switzerland to Turkey, Istanbul, and then I came back to California. But in Istanbul, it was exactly what you were describing to me. There's cats everywhere on the streets, and they're not really feral cats. They they are totally adjusted to daily life, to restaurants, to cafes. Like <laughs> they're always around. But and and everybody's feeding them. Everybody's leaving a little cup of water out for them, and it's kind of like a community of cats living with. Our commun- community, it's kind of like what you're describing reminds me a lot of my Istanbul days. Oh, that, it, it's, I, it, you know what? You're right. It's identical. Um, they are a part of our community. And I, I mean, I'm sure there's somebody out there that doesn't like cats, but I've never met anybody in the Philippines. <laughs> I mean, they're just, they're, they're like part of the furniture, you know, like they're good to have around. I, I, I really appreciate that part of the culture here in the Philippines is that, um, you know, I noticed that in America, you know, there's a divide between people. I like dogs. I like cats, which one? Yeah. Yeah, there is. You're right. Um, here in the Philippines, it's, there's no, I'm a dog person. I'm a cat person. Perhaps for some, you know, you have your, everybody has their own personal preferences, Mm -hmm. but, uh, there's really no such thing as a cat hater. 
in the Philippines. Yeah, it's not a part of the survey where they ask if you're a dog or cat person and if you like coffee or tea versus that kind of, you know, black and white separations we have. Right. So you you um you were born in Switzerland? I was born in Switzerland and when I was 12 or 13 I moved to Turkey. Was there till I was 28, 27 or so and uh since then I've been in California now. So it's been a little bit of uh, moving around for me. <laughs> Finally settled in in California, but um it's kind of interesting journey for me too that I never imagined to work for a cat hospital but i found myself in this field and uh, love my job and so down the road after becoming first an assistant and you know the road to be a technician etc i personally like to do podcasts as well on my own with my turkish language but then i was like why don't we start a podcast just for cats have some uh, doctors cat lovers any shelter people or anybody at all who wants to talk about their cat on this podcast and so it's been uh, going fine it's not consistent with my load of work here but it is going pretty good as far as getting listeners from all around the world so uh, when you said i'm sure not everybody likes cats but i'm pretty sure everybody at least who listens to this podcast likes cats <laughs> <laughs> so we have an advantage there um so that's really cool that philippines kind of embraced them as a part of the daily life too i really like that um so how did you move into like i want to switch a little bit to the to what you do there because i came across you and your website or the website that you're an editor-in-chief just coincidentally when i was looking some articles up for my own research and uh the website i'm talking about is excitedcats.com and i'm just curious this love and and connection you have throughout your life with cats how is that like a part why you are also the chief editor of this website right now it is, but I don't know that it was particularly, it wasn't especially intentional. Um, I wasn't looking for any particular work with a, I didn't realize that I would wind up where I am today. Mm -hmm. And so that will segue into a little bit about the website, how it came to be, how I wound up in the position that I'm in. So Excited Cats is one website, a part of a portfolio that belongs to Pangolia. Uh, which is the company that owns Excited Cats, Doggy Designer, Pet Keen. It's a fish thing. Um, mm -hmm. Pangolia's overarching, just like our ultimate goal is to become the most helpful pet company in the world. And we're, we're really on our way to that. So I originally came in, I was hired by Pangolia as just an associate editor um, several years ago. And uh, I was hired by Simon Truell, who is our CEO. And Simon is really the genius behind Pangolia and Excited Cats. Um, of course, I'm listed as co-founder of the uh, and editor of of Excited Cats, but mm -hmm. in reality, it's really Simon is the wizard behind the curtain, and he's just a just a remarkable young fellow. Um, he's still in his mid twenties, and he's the head of this of this very, very strong and growing company. He's just a genius, really. Mm -hmm. So Simon's got into like websites and things as a very young, as a teenager, when he figured out a way that he could make money from a video game. I, I'm really not sure how he did it, but he could, <laughs> he could earn gold and then sell that gold to other people. And I'm not sure how he, like I said, he's a genius. He figured out a way that he could do it with, 
he set up a software program and it just did it automatically. And so he's still a teenager and he applied for like supermarket jobs, didn't get any of them. I don't believe he had any interest in going to college because he was, by the time he was 15, he's probably smarter than I am <laughs> at, you know, at my age, I'm 53 years old. Simon's a massive animal lover. He just loves animals. He's originally uh, from Denmark. Oh, okay. And so he started a couple of small hobby sites and he then started some pet sites and he just blossomed, you know? So now where he is in his mid twenties, like he's the CEO of this growing company. Part of that was this, it was the excited cats, the evolution of excited cats. Mm -hmm. And in keeping with, with our, our ethos, just our, our mission. And that is, we just want to be the most helpful pet company in the world. I know that's very ambitious, but you have to aim high. And so I, along with everybody else on the team, we just found a way to fit in with the company. Um, and we, you know, I work seven days a week and everything that I do is about pets and animals. And for the most part, cats have just become, become like such a huge part of my life that it's inescapable. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. Not only it's just a part of your social life, but it's actually sort of a part of your work too and kind of like my part. Um, so the website is definitely, I can see where you guys are aiming towards it because when you go on that website, it's definitely designed to help you or at least to help you with your curiosity on certain topics. Like the way I came across the website was I was looking into Egypt and Egyptian cats and, uh, you know, worshiping the cats back in Egyptian times, that kind of stuff. And so your website uh, popped up and I, right. and, and it was really fun to read stuff there. And, uh, and then I realized after I was done reading th that part of the website, you guys were offering much more than that. Like for example, which food brands are having some, uh, recalls or, you know, returns at that moment, that month or something like that, that could be really functional and important for people who are having their cats on these brands and diets. And so it's definitely having some helpful part of it, but also a, a curiosity part of it where you can just read about fun stuff too. So I spent actually pretty good time on that website and had some good time. So I, I do want to let you know about that. So it looks pretty, pretty good to me. Thank you so much. That that means a lot to us. Part of, I mean, I, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but Excited Cats in general started out as an affiliate marketing website. So okay. I, I'm, if you understand what affiliate marketing is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's you click on something in our site, you go you to get a tiny and, yeah, you get a yeah, tiny yeah. commission from that. Right, yeah. right, right. But the majority of the of the stuff that's on our website, for example, the Egyptian Mao cat breed article, mm -hmm. that's not affiliate marketing. There's no link in that exactly. article that's gonna that's gonna make any money for us. Mm -hmm. We are not interested in making money on, on that. We're interested in providing like the most accurate and interesting and entertaining information that, that that's available. And I, I, I know the reason why you wound up on the Egyptian Mao article <laughs> when you did a search for it is because we rank highly for it, probably in the top five. And that's where we get most of our traffic is people will type a question into Google like mm -hmm. um, uh, hip dysplasia in dogs. 
if you type that into Google, mm -hmm. one of our websites is probably going to come up. So uh, again, the whole idea is we want to improve the lives of pet owners. Everybody, almost everybody on the Pangolia team, and we're talking like 25, 30 people, we're all pet owners. Whether it's, some people have multiple pets, like I have three. Mm -hmm. We have people that have dogs, cats, rabbits. Some of our writers, you know, have snakes, and we have some really, really, really expert level fish keepers. Oh, uh, wow. but yeah, so it, it's we're really hardcore into the, <laughs> the, the animals and the animal well being. You know, I, you, I'm sure you're familiar with uh, that. Oh, I forgot what it's called, but it was that crazy tiger people. They kept the cats. <laughs> yeah. That, that, um, I forgot what it's called. I'd never, I did, I couldn't watch it. I don't have the heart to watch. You're talking about the Netflix series? Tiger King or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see what you mean. I can't remember I, uh, the name, but I know what you're talking about. The, the zoo people who were yeah, keeping yeah, some yeah. tigers. Yeah. That was like a hit during the pandemic that everybody started watching. So, but you know, you, it's not only just um, those fun articles and all, or the affiliate affiliated, you know, links and stuff. I was also checking today. Um, you guys had this twenty free cat tree plants to do it yourself sure. at home. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, amazing. That's amazing. We do, a ton, of those. We do amazing. a ton of those. Yeah, um, yeah. But you well, know, cat trees are so so expensive for some people. Not everybody has the the ability to go buy a hundred and fifty dollar, you know, sturdy cat tree. And so I loved the options on that website. Um, I'll put the links on the description after we publish this to for people who want to see those options. But there's not only one or two cat trees there. There's also not only cat tree about you know do it yourself. Um, type of stuff, but there's a lot of stuff that you guys offer there, um, and and that's just really nice to see. Because I was there too. I didn't didn't always have a steady job and good income where I can just walk into or go to Chewy.com or walk into some store and buy the cat tree and get back home. I remember trying to build myself cat trees, and I and I failed hugely. <laughs> the cat the cat tree would only stay together maybe for a day after it was done. <laughs> Cats are remarkably destructive uh, when they want to be. <laughs> that's funny that you mentioned that about cat trees because I have a, a small cat tree that Sparky has absolutely destroyed. And I'm not <laughs> sure how much I paid for it. But that brings me to the next point. Something. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for recognizing that we do have it. We're, we're way more than just affiliate marketing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we will. if you want to learn how to grow cat grass at home, we have step-by-step -step guides for that <laughs> if you have questions about like our cats hypoallergenic of course we have tons of that um we have we answer questions like can cats eat grapes can cats eat tomatoes uh things like yeah. that anything that you want to know about a cat we are going to cover it but as part of our mission we're trying to get out of the affiliate marketing game for one reason or another i mean there are a lot of reasons there are a lot of affiliate marketers out there and the biggest problem with affiliate marketing is that you're at the whim of Google and the Google algorithms that get oh, rolled okay. out. So uh, it happens and it's happened to us that you could have a, a high flying site that gets tons of traffic and Google rolls out an algorithm and it's just white. You go from 10,000 hits a day to zero overnight oh, okay. and there's nothing you can do about it. Hmm. So that happens to affiliate marketers. So, 
Um, we recently acquired a pet brand called Hepper. It's it's a super super products uh, designed by a guy out on the East Coast. So we bought Hepper from him. He had already established the brand, and um, he had a couple of products. One of which being the uh, Nom Nom Cat Bowl, and then we've got a scratching post, and then we've got a, a pair of cat beds. One is a, a pod bed, and the other one is just like a like a nest bed. So. What we are working towards now, and we're like very much in 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 the process of getting this together, is we're going to move out of affiliate marketing and more into providing products oh, okay. for for cat owners. And the specific what we're really geared toward um, with these products is we want to we don't want to just like create every average everyday th- products. We're mm-hmm. we're not interested in that. The market's full of that. Um, Purina and all the big companies, they've cornered the market on the 50, you know, um, top products. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the cheap, the cheap bowls, the, you know, they've got it. What we want are products that people are want to have in their house. So they need to look good. They need to function well. And the cat and the pet owner need to love them. Mm-hmm. So eventually we're going to completely move out of affiliate marketing and just become just this resource, the one-stop resource for all things pets. And that will, right now we're focused on cat furniture, cat products, but we will eventually move into other pet products as well. Yeah. So the website can transform with that change too, is what what you're saying? Yeah. I I mean, we're, we're still always going to have that information. Like if you're, if your Mm -hmm. cat has a sensitive stomach and you're looking for the right kind of food, we're always going to offer that information that that's essential for, for any. When I do it at home, uh, the recordings, but I'm at work right now, so I don't have to worry about what you're worrying about. <laughs> he, uh, he's very jealous. It, this happens when I have meetings with, uh, Simon or, um, mm-hmm. some of my other associates, as soon as he hears me talking, he comes, jumps up on my desk and, yeah, That's attention, it. attention seeking. So for, for listeners who don't know what happened right now, <laughs> I ask you a question and your kitty decided to take the matters into his own hand and uh, try to answer. <laughs> and it causes a little bit of disconnection there, but it's all good. We're back now. So you were right. talking about <laughs> um, the transformation of the website, but some uh, helpful, useful information will stay still stay on the website, correct? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we will always have recommendations for food, anything that cat owners, anything at all that they might want, we are still going to have it. Transitioning out of affiliate marketing is really just sort of, um, it's a a way of like looking toward the future because I I personally don't know how much longer the affiliate marketing game is going to be able to sustain itself. Mm -hmm. And we're looking at the long haul. Our our mission is not short-sighted. Uh, we're not thinking about two years down the road. We're thinking five to 10 years from now. And, you know, we want to be there for cat, for cat owners as cat lovers. You know, all of this is super important to us. I don't know how much time you spend thinking about cat litter, but I spend a lot of time thinking about cat litter because I've got three cats and four litter boxes and litter is super important. So, you know, we just really want to, provide the most useful 
entertaining, helpful information possible. And whatever method we have to, whatever road we have to take, that's what road we will take. So um, tell me about who is in this Excited Cat staffing? Like who's the writer? You're the, ed- you're the editor-in-chief uh, listed mm-hmm. on the website. And then who else is helping you guys create this content and all these helpful topics? Okay, sure. Um, well, you'll see on our website we have a veterinarian named Dr. Joanna Woodnut, and she's located in the UK. She is responsible for writing all our Ask a Vet articles. Okay. So we have, you know, um, my dog, my cat, let's see, my cat ate a tampon. What should I do? Joanna answers that question. And of course, mm-hmm. the answer to that is if your cat ate a tampon, you should take it to the vet right away. I mean, yeah, exactly. No brainer. <laughs> yeah. But there, there are other things where it's like, you know, m- my cat got, you know, my cat drank uh, oat milk. Is it going to be okay? You know? So Joanna is the vet. She handles all the, the vet related questions. And then behind that, I, the, the company itself, I manage a team of three editors, and then we have 35 writers, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. That's um, pretty Many of, many pretty of them are, are ghost writers. Mm-hmm. So they're freelance writers uh, with tons of pet expertise, but they're not really looking to make a career out of writing about any one thing in particular. Mm-hmm. So uh, many freelance writers are ghost writers. But in the meantime, we do have some writers that are, have been with us for a long time. For example, Catherine Copeland, who is on our website. Catherine's been with us for a while. She's from Canada, just a massive animal lover, cat lover as well. So she's one of our primary writers. But we have a whole team of like 30 some odd writers who, uh, who create every week we create somewhere between 100 and 200 articles about cats. Wow. And, uh, you know, this is kind of, um, hmm. as a company, we believe in a hundred percent transparency. That means I'm not going to, I'm going to tell you a hundred percent of the truth. And a lot of the articles that you see on the website that have my name on it, I didn't write those. I'm the editor in chief. I put my mm-hmm. stamp of approval on it, but it was actually written by a ghostwriter. So gotcha. and anything that has my name on it, that just means that I went through it and I said, okay, this article is good. Or one of my editors did. Mm-hmm. So having my name and my face on it is the stamp of approval that this article is good. But that's the way that, that's the way that um, so many, so many, so many websites work is uh, if you click around through the site, you'll see like the same name pop up over and over again. And that's a, a default author. And it's probably not the person who wrote the article. It's mm-hmm. just the person who posted it. And that's the way the game works. And I mean, it, maybe it's a dirty little secret, but it's the truth. Uh, but rest assured, you know, every single article that winds up on any of our webs- websites goes past, comes past my desk. That's my job. And I make sure that not only is it well-written and it's entertaining, but my team makes sure that it's factually uh, correct. Um, and we're not perfect. So we rely on our readers to catch little mistakes. Mm-hmm. I can tell you about it, a mistake that happened. It was, it's embarrassing. But um, we had an article. I forgot exactly which what it was, but it had something to do with the anatomy of a cat. And the writer um, had mistakenly, either it was a typo or they just didn't know any better, said that cats had 20 toes. And that's mm-hmm. not true. 
so I, you know, how, how that got past my desk, it, it happened, you know? So somebody caught it, a, re- a reader caught it and wrote in and said, Hey, cats don't have 20 toes. You need to correct this. <laughs> so that's like our reader feedback really helps shape the way we- it helps improve the website. Uh, we rely on readers to find little mistakes, you know, and every day we get probably five or six emails about something on one of our websites, whether it be uh, somebody says that hamsters shouldn't play on wire Mm-hmm. wire wheels or something like that. So it's it's kind of a give and take between the readership and uh, the people working in the company. But yeah, uh, we have, we've recently, oh, this is kind of cool. We recently just brought on a full-time veterinarian who is going to play the role of quality. She's going to do quality control. And she's basically going to go through every single article on our website and check to make sure that everything is 100%. And this specifically relates to health claims. Of course. Um, So if you're, you know, if your cat is diabetic or your cat has, you know, whatever issues, and we have an article about food, you know, what's the best food for cats with kidney problems? The vet is going to go in there and she's going to make sure that every single one of those foods is good for cats with kidney problems. And if it's not, we're going to take it out. So that's an exciting development, and we're always, always working to improve our website, make it way better than it is now. Uh, it's important to remind people who are listening to this also that the veterinarians are basically providing information to help the visitor or the cat owner to understand their cats better. It's not a consulta- a medical consultation like you would have in a hospital. So obviously you guys are trying to help as much as you can without having a patient and seeing the patient. So I like that you guys let that information know on the website too, that it says this is a blog, this is not a substitute for a veterinary guidance. Mm -hmm. And so I like that difference there because we do want to know, we do want listeners to know that they're not going to a website to seek medical you know, service, right? It's a, it's a website to help the owner to understand their cat better. And then once mm-hmm. they do that coming from you guys, then they will take their cat to the veterinarian. Well, uh, it's funny you should mention that, but you'd be surprised. We get a, a, a large volume of questions uh, every single day from people, I guess that despite the, discla- the disclaimer and the obvious, I mean, it's, it should be really obvious that if you're having a problem with your cat, the first place you should not go is a blog. The first is the internet. You should, yeah, <laughs> you should go to a vet. Take your because uh, all of these ask a vet questions. They come across my desk and they come to my email, so I read them. And ninety nine percent of the time, I read one of the emails, and first thing I'm thinking is, why are you writing me? Why aren't you taking your cat to the vet? That's what you yeah. should be doing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, my cat has had hiccups for a week straight. What should I do? Take them to the vet. I mean, <laughs> we're here to help you, entertain you, to inform you, but we are not a substitute for professional medical attention. Mm-hmm. And I would also like to say one other thing about that um, that Tiger King, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we love cats of all cats, big cats, small cats, medium cats, everything from uh, um, Bengals to Egyptian mouths to tigers and lions. And it's this is really, really huge it's super important to us 
uh, as a company is that we do not endorse the keeping of exotic animals. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's becoming, you know, that's why I really, I couldn't stand, I couldn't stomach to watch that Tiger King stuff is because I can't stand to see wildcats in captivity. I don't agree with zoos. I think Mm -hmm. zoos are just, the zoos have a purpose if they're trying to um, sustain um, an endangered population. Okay. That's fine. If you've only got like two albino pandas in the wild, you need to keep them in a zoo that I, I I'm okay with that. But just to keep a, a library of wild animals, I, I'm offended by that. I think it's one of the worst things in the world. And therefore, in, in some ways, I, I would rather – I would like to see cats treated better than I would like – than I like to see people treated. Um, because people can fend for themselves and cats can't always do that. Yeah, there are some, some zoos – who only have they 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 still have exotics and wild animals but they only have the ones who got majorly injured and have some chronic pain or disability and they're like in a rehab there and I love visiting those kind of zoos because we know these animals wouldn't make it out there but they're living a sort of slightly happier life than being just out there and not being able to fly if it's a bird or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been to a few of them in California. I love those type of places where it's more like a rehab zoo or rehab almost shelter for a cat or any animal. And then the, the Tiger King stuff, I did watch that show when it first came on too. But I, I, I had similar feelings that you had. I did not watch it entertainment-wise. I watched it more struggling with it so i'm there with you too happy to talk about all these different topics with you though because um it's interesting to listen to somebody who is um managing this big cat website and like you said you have all these people who are writing for you guys and everything comes to your desk and you have to check constantly what is looking good or not to publish and in the meantime we get to know a little bit more that is actually not that simple to keep up this website and keep the information flowing, right? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a massive undertaking. And we, like I said, just for the handful of faces that you will see on our website, there's 20 people behind that that are making things happen. We actually have probably more people working on the content management side of things than we do uh, creating the content. There's just so much that goes into creating any one of these posts to make it happen. So for example, one of the articles that you that you mentioned that you liked was the why did Egyptians worship cats? Mm-hmm. So if you just, you know, I'm, I'm actually, as we're speaking now, I'm just kind of scrolling through it. And I can tell you, there is so much work that goes into this that that goes way beyond just writing the article was the easiest part. I just assigned it to a writer. The guy did the research, sent it back to me, boom. But then once you you get this information, presenting it on the website is just, there's so much that goes on. And there are so many people involved in every little aspect. And it's, it's, it's a good feeling to work for a company like this um, because everybody is on the same page. Everybody is an animal lover and we're all working toward the same goal. And we really are fortunate to have a leader like our CEO, Simon. Uh, He's a young guy with a lot of great ideas and he's very hands off. I mean, he knows that we know our jobs. He knows what our core competencies are and he just lets us do it. Mm -hmm. And so he has provided 
uh, an atmosphere that's, you know, we we're never, we don't have problems finding people to work with us. It's, we don't have problems keeping people busy. It's just a, it's a great situation. And this translates again to the ultimate goal, which is just helping the readers improve their lives, make informed decisions and so on and so forth. Yeah. I, I also agree with everything you just said. It is definitely excited cats is exciting <laughs> to say it at least. And um, do you have any anything else you want to add at this point? Um, obviously, we want people to go and check this website out and especially maybe follow this transformation too. see where this uh, takes you guys and everybody else and in the future with these changes that you just mentioned that are coming up. Uh, but um, do you have just in general anything else you would like to add? No, other than I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity. I mean, talking to you about cats, what could be better? This is, it's, uh, <laughs> it's not, it's not work if you love it, you know, and um, exactly. I just I welcome people to check out uh, Excited Cats. And also, um, we have a, a, another cat based site, which I mentioned before. It's Hepper, H E P P R dot okay. com. And that's where we sell, uh, well, actually, it's just like Excited Cats. It's really about helping helping pet owners. But that's where we sell um, our furniture, our, our products. Oh, gotcha. But it's much more than that. We have many of the same types of articles that you'll find on Excited Cats. Um, I, I like the name Excited Cats, too. You know, um, it's hard to find domain names anymore. That, oh, yeah. And to, to buy a domain name that would be, you know, some people who have really, really good domain names got them like 25 years ago or whatever. Yeah, and they 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 do everything possible to sell it for a good amount of money if you need that domain name. <laughs> oh, you could. There are domain names worth millions and millions of dollars. Exactly. But no, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk. It's it's and you know I don't know that much about what you do, but I'm very impressed. You know that you've been able to you have this whole life and it's based around cats and that's that's super cool hey thanks appreciate it so we will as always have this uh episode and also for you christian just to follow if you like to we will have this episode on spotify apple podcast google podcast on our own website which is chicocats.com and we will have it basically almost on every podcast platform available and it's uh free to listen and we're hoping to see or hoping to meet all of you guys on the next few episodes. So thank you once again, Christian, for joining us. I had a great time. Hope you had a good time too. And thanks for uh, being with us. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much.